created the captain spot. I'm your host, Justin Freeman. Six foot one inches, 274 pounds of fantasy knowledge. And we have a very special week five Thursday night football edition for you here today where we're talking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Chicago to take on Nick Foles and the Bears. This is a injury-plagued game, and we'll talk about all of those injuries and things that are going to affect this game, but before we hop into the slate, quick reminder, this show is available not only on YouTube, not only on podcast feeds, but on both platforms, so make sure you are consuming this wherever is most convenient for you. Subscribe both places. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. Subscribe on the podcast feed. That would really, really help things out. So click subscribe. Make sure you're liking the video over on YouTube. Those things really, really help. Drop a five-star rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. That would really, really make a big, big difference for me. Would love to try to get us up to a nice, substantial uh, subscriber count here as we head into week six. That would be a, a big, big feather in the cap. So would appreciate whatever help you guys can give. But without further ado, let's hop right into the slate where, again, we're talking about the Tampa Bay Bucks being three and a half point favorites. That line was as high as five and a half. I saw it may have even been a smidge higher than that, but it's five and a half on Tuesday. And so it's already down to three and a half. Thanks to a pretty brutal injury report on the Buccaneers side of the football. The totals at 44 and a half. It's, you know, so so um, I see. I see. So we will uh, temper expectations for this particular game as the Bucks lap. Uh, quite a few weapons in this particular contest. And let's start on the Chicago side of the football where the Bears are still sort of reeling without Tariq Cohen and trying to figure out how they're going to replace that role. I thought they would use uh, some combination of their backup running backs in this game. They did not. Uh, it was pretty much all David Montgomery with some rush attempts also going to Cordero Patterson. Uh, we saw very little Ryan Nall, and so I don't expect we'll see very many uh, touches going to the backup running backs in Chicago this week. So overall, we're still dealing with the uh, aftershock of the uh, Tariq Cohen injury. But on the uh, the only person whose name is on the injury report this week for Chicago uh, on the skill position players is Darnell Moody, the rookie wide receiver. He is listed questionable with a shoulder injury. He did get in full practices all week this week, so I do expect him to play. The Buck side of the football gets really, really difficult, really, really interesting. We are obviously dealing with a couple confirmed out players. We will not have Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is out. We will not have LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is out. We will almost certainly not have Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is listed as doubtful. And we have a very, very questionable uh, name of Scotty Miller and Mike Evans. So both those guys listed as questionable. Scotty Miller did get in a limited practice on Wednesday. Mike Evans still has not practiced this week, but is obviously a veteran player capable of playing without a week of practice. So very, very banged up group of wide receivers and running backs. Rob Gronkowski's name was on the injury report with a shoulder. He does not carry a game designation. He is fine. He is good to go. Um, and Justin Watson is is out there. So, you know, we're dealing with no Justin Watson. We are dealing with no Chris Godwin. And so that's pretty much going to leave everything there in the pass catching group there to Mike Evans and Scotty Miller if they play. And uh, that's a big, big if. We don't know that to actually be true at this point. I'm going to just assume for right now, for the sake of this discussion, that Mike Evans and Scotty Miller will play. 
but we don't know that for a fact. So make sure we take that uh, with a grain of salt and we are checking the inactives report 90 minutes before we lock and I'm sure some news will break here on Thursday for that as well. In the backfield, obviously no LaShawn McCoy and almost certainly no Leonard Fournette means that we will see heavy doses of Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn was the third round rookie for the Buccaneers that many expected to have a pretty big workload until he uh, you know, missed substantial time this training camp. And, and that led to the team signing Leonard Fournette and uh, has since been all Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette in that backfield. But uh, without Leonard Fournette playing, without LaShawn McCoy playing, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn has to play. And so the only question is, to what extent? So that'll pretty much cover it here on the injury side. Let's hop into our salary pricing where we're going to understand that both of our quarterbacks have cost us 10K or better this week. Nick Foles currently sits at $10,000 on the Chicago side. Obviously, kind of a, a scary low floor for Nick Foles. He could absolutely burn you, uh, but has a reasonably high ceiling. And, and you know, the Bears are a team who has yet to score a rushing touchdown so far this year. If we can assume that the majority of scoring opportunities for the Bears will come through the air, then Nick Foles can certainly pay off at 10 k and I think we'll understand that we have very few options to even spend up on on this slate. Once again, we're kind of dealing with some major, major injuries. Tom Brady will cost you 11-2. I think Brady's going to be an absolute staple uh, in these lineups. He's going to, I mean, he's a high floor with a, you know, we saw a little bit of a high ceiling from him last week as you know, top 30 fantasy points. So really, really strong performance on five touchdowns. It's tough to beat that. Uh, at the running back position, you know, Ronald Jones and David Montgomery will have very, very similar workloads, I believe, in this game. Ronald Jones will cost you 7400 7800 for David Montgomery. And uh, obviously, I listed Leonard Fournette here. He is doubtful, but he will cost you $6,200 if for some miracle he's able to play. But we're really focusing our attention on Keyshawn Vaughn and trying to understand exactly what we can expect from Vaughn. When Vaughn came in last week after LaShawn McCoy went down in the first half, he did take on three carries, uh, only only converted that to four yards, but also saw three targets, uh, one of which he converted into a touchdown. So if we can assume any semblance of pass game role for Keyshawn Vaughn, and I think we can, given what we know about the skill set of Vaughn and Ronald Jones, Vaughn definitely the more versatile player between the two, and Ronald Jones probably the best pure runner between the two. I think we can assume that Vaughn will operate in sort of that Fournette slash McCoy hybrid role, uh, where he's specializing in catching the football out of the backfield, um, which is obviously a, a pretty good situation for us when we're chasing PPR points. So I think uh, a $1,000 Keyshawn Vaughn, very, very, very viable on this slate, and more naturally pairs with Tom Brady than Ronald Jones does. Uh, again, on the Chicago side, David Montgomery, a guy that we're concerned about from an efficiency standpoint, just never really been a very efficient player, but uh, is going to get massive volume for sure. Um, the, the fact that he's now going to be uh, a, a lot to see more and more of the targets, uh, he's, he's just very infrequently coming off the field, is going to be a major, major boon for establishing both floor and ceiling for him. He saw six targets last week. Um, after seeing three in each of the first three weeks, saw six last week, um, that's that's going to really, really help out projections for David Montgomery. Ryan Nall and Artavis Pierce, just two guys who aren't playing enough uh, to consider using at this point. Um, that could change, obviously, but uh, for now, I think, you know, we saw Ryan Nall only get 2% of the team snaps last week. 85% went to David Montgomery. We saw Artavis Pierce not get a single snap. Uh, at least by what I'm looking at right now, I did not see him get on the field at all 
last week. So um, it's possible that the roles could increase for those guys, but I think the team had plenty of opportunity to try to make that happen this past week and, and chose not to. I think they want to ride David Montgomery, treat him like a feature back, and I think the market may be a little bit slow to adjust to that. So I think I'm really, really interested in, in David Montgomery at $7,800. When we're looking at the pass catchers of these two groups, Mike Evans uh, is, is sort of the premier playmaker, obviously, on the Tampa Bay side based on the known injury report with Chris Godwin being out. That's going to filter just a ton of targets to Evans if he can play at $9,400. Um, just super high floor, super high ceiling. Uh, but do keep in mind that he has that ankle injury, uh, so it's possible that he could you know, come out of this game earlier or not play the complete game. Allen Robinson on the other side will be the other alpha wide receiver available on this slate, $10,600. And, and we're starting to really see Allen Robinson show a really, really elite level floor. He's getting a massive workload of targets. And I think we can project that to continue moving forward. He's gotten no fewer than nine targets in any game so far this year. And I think that that really, really boosts his profile overall. The secondary options, as we sort of get past Evans and Robinson, uh, the, the options get really crappy really fast, in my opinion. Now, Scotty Miller and Jimmy Graham are sort of the number two options for each of these teams. Jimmy Graham, obviously a tight end. But Scotty Miller is a guy who can and will benefit from no Justin Watson and can and will benefit from no Chris Godwin. Uh, the, the targets can be there for Scotty Miller. And obviously we're, we're chasing opportunity in these showdown slates and we're looking for good things to happen. We're trying to put ourselves in the most likely scenarios for those things to happen. And Scotty Miller can absolutely get there. Same for Jimmy Graham. Um, and Jimmy Graham is a guy who's it continues to get more of the workload than you would expect uh, for a player of his age and current skill set. But uh, you know, he saw 10 targets in week three. He only saw five in week four, but you know, still was able to uh, convert that four to 33 and zero. So it's a matter for Jimmy Graham of whether he finds the end zone or not. You know, in week one, he found it. In week three, he found it twice. Uh, so if he can get in, then he's probably going to be in the winning lineup. But if he can stay out, um, and I think there's a reasonable uh, – I think there's reason to ex expect him to stay out of the end zone here against Tampa – then I think I'm going to like uh, making sure that I pay up for Allen Robinson much, much more. And there's some cheaper guys on the Chicago side that I think are really interesting, one of which is Darnell Mooney, $4,600. I mentioned Mooney's name on the injury report. I do think he'll play based on his practice participation so far, but at $4,600, he's really, really interesting because uh, his, his role continues to grow in the offense. He's starting to see more snaps. Targets are sure to follow not long after that, but um, – even getting a handful of, of rush attempts on the ground. He did see 21% of the team's targets. That was second on the team last week behind only Allen Robinson's averaging more targets so far this year than his own teammate, Anthony Miller. And Miller obviously opened the season as the number two. So I would think we can go ahead and crown Darnell Mooney as the number two over the $6,400 Anthony Miller. So that's a that's a way that we can get an edge on our opponent um, because people probably don't quite understand that Mooney is working ahead of Anthony Miller at this point. Um, it, it's not a big, big lead, but for, let's see, three straight weeks now, uh, Mooney has outsnapped Anthony Miller. Cordero Patterson at $2,200 is really, really interesting because Patterson's getting a sizable amount of the rush attempts in this offense. You know, Cordero Patterson is the backup running back. Yeah, it's not Ryan Nall. 
It's not Artavis. It's Cordero Patterson. And Patterson's averaging 17% of the team's carries this year. And that was that was really the case even with Tariq Cohen in the offense. But that's continuing. So Montgomery's absorbing all that Cohen left behind. And Cordero Patterson's just kind of steady Eddie going about 17% of the team's targets. He's not super involved in the pass game. It's a little bit discouraging. If you told me he was going to average another you know, 10 to 15% target market share in that offense, be super interested in Patterson. For now, you have to kind of treat him more like a, um, you know, not even a third down specialist, but sort of a end around big play possibility type guy. So at $2,200, could he get there with, say, five or six rush attempts? Is, is that enough to possibly pay him off, um, knowing that he's more likely than, say, David Montgomery to, to spike a big play? And I think it's possible, but I think probably would prefer playing Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, obviously, for ownership reasons, you can certainly get to Patterson. Uh, Ted Ginn and Javon Wims are a couple guys who just aren't playing enough. Ted Ginn played 11% of the team snaps last week, 16% for Javon Wims. So we see a really, really concentrated you know, uh, opportunity share for these guys in the offense. Just not super interested there. Uh, there are a few tight ends I should mention there for Chicago. Demetrius Harris, uh, Cole Komet, J.P. Holtz. It would be in that order that it, that I'd consider playing them with Harris uh, listed first in that sort of pecking order behind Jimmy Graham. Um, obviously, we talked about Mike Evans and Scotty Miller, but some tight ends to emerge following uh, the injury to O.J. Howard, who blew out his uh, Achilles. Rob Gronkowski, 5,800. Cameron Brait, 3,800. Also, we have Tanner Hudson, who was sort of a preseason superstar in 2019, just absolutely crushed only $200. Uh, so if you're trying to get really cute, pick a guy who might pop on for just a touchdown. Tanner Hudson may be your guy there. Tyler Johnson will also mix in here. I think he's really interesting. He figures to be the number three in the three wide receiver set between Mike Evans and Scotty Miller. Um, obviously the team could lean on Gronkowski and Cameron Bray to run a lot of 12 personnel. But if Tyler Johnson's on the field and he only costs you $200, he's certainly a better play than Jaden Mickens at the same price. So uh, would be interested in either of those guys there. Let's talk about the captain spot, where this week, assuming Mike Evans plays, he looks like the clear favorite for captain spot duties. Um, Mike Evans currently showing up in just shy of 25% of our captain runs. And part of that has to do with his significant red zone ability. It has to do with his likelihood to reach the 100-yard bonus. It has to do with his stranglehold of target market share. There are just so many indicators that point towards Mike Evans in a matchup against Chicago being a super, super strong play. Um, is a team favored to win this game? Um, we think that obviously he has the best quarterback in the matchup. I like the situation for Mike Evans who really has nobody left to compete for targets with. So I think he can get all that he can handle. The only question is whether his ankle will hold up. For Ronald Jones, he's our second second best captain option. And a lot of that also has to do with projected workload. We are projecting Ronald Jones to be you know, operating significantly ahead of Keyshawn Vaughn at this point. I think it'll look a little bit more like a timeshare than it did last week with a full week to, or not a full week, but a half a week to get Keyshawn Vaughn involved. But Ronald Jones, uh, another candidate, once again hit the 100-yard bonus, um, has some pretty strong rushing equity there as, uh, as he gets close to the end zone as well. Allen Robinson, a guy who I'm surprised didn't outrank Ronald Jones on this analysis, but 
certainly a guy who's in our consideration at captain. Just all of the targets, <laughs> all of the targets for Chicago are going to flow through Allen Robinson. Um, just has the best chance to get there if if Chicago can get even moderate quarter, moderately competent quarterback play. Uh, following those guys are Tom Brady, Scotty Miller, David Montgomery, Nick Foles, and then we got a big, big drop-off after those guys. Uh, as we look into the flex, obviously we'll see our two quarterbacks pop up to the top. We want to make sure we get those guys in the lineup. And I feel really strong about getting Brady in there. Um, you can see it's a little co closer to a coin flip as to whether Nick Foles belongs in the winning lineup or not. Um, I, I still feel like you know, this is a little bit different than, say, our Brian Hoyer week <laughs> for a Monday night, um, you know, trying to understand whether you know, the second-best quarterback in a matchup belongs in the winning lineup. I think Nick Foles uh, probably has a little bit higher floor than somebody like that. So uh, obviously there's a lot of paths to him getting in, especially if you're interested in playing um, a guy like Allen Robinson. I think you know, Robinson Foles stack is probably the surefirest way to, to get a piece of that Chicago side. Ronald Jones, David Montgomery, Mike Evans. Um, so you see Mike Evans works out a lot better as the captain on this slate than he does as a flex option. Um, I always think that's interesting. That obviously if accounts for price. It accounts for ceiling. And make sure we get some of our most explosive guys there in the captain spot. Uh, following Allen Robinson are Scotty Miller, Keyshawn Vaughn, Tyler Johnson, Darnell Mooney, Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham. And then we get into our kickers and defenses. Again, reminder, we don't talk a lot about kickers and defenses on this show, but make sure you're aware of them and their pricing. And that'll pretty much do it for us, guys. This is the Thursday night show. This is the Tampa Bay at Chicago show. We've got lots of injuries to account for. This is a game where we're certainly going to want to make sure we are looking at the inactives report 90 minutes before lock to have a really, really good grasp of what to do on this slate. Uh, lots of ways this injury could break, and it's going to shake out the opportunity accordingly. So again, make sure you are liking and subscribing on YouTube. I'll just give you an air high five for that. And make sure you're dropping a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcasting app. But we'll see you guys here on the Sunday night show where uh, I don't even know who's playing yet. I don't look that far ahead. We will, we'll just worry about winning the 400K here on the Thursday night show here first. So see you guys soon and good luck.